The information provided in this podcast episode is for education and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional and should not be considered or used as clinical or professional consultation. With that said, here is a taste of what you will get in today's episode. Not only does you some good to be able to do other things outside of mothering, but it does your kids and your family good too, right? Um, When we start working other muscles in our brain, it's healthy for us, right? It's healthy for our confidence. It's healthy for our brain development. It's healthy for us being able to just seek things out that bring us joy that are separate from being parents and separate from family life. If you have a partner, right? It's separate from being somebody's partner. It's separate from being somebody's mama, right? And that's healthy for you. And it's healthy for your kids to see you do that too. Now keep listening to today's episode because it is bound to help you bloom into your best self. And of course, thank you so much for your support. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bloom Into Your Best Self. I'm your host, Narissa Harris, a licensed marriage and family therapist. And on this podcast and in my work in general, I'm on a mission to help you bloom into your best self, okay? So the topics that I cover will be brought to you in a raw, authentic, and unapologetic way. Sometimes I talk about topics from the perspective of my clinical expertise, but more times than not, I am sharing from my personal experiences in life, which will always come from the perspective of a Black woman first, because listen, I'm a Black woman. So naturally, you are going to get cultural awareness and sensitivity tips here. Overall, on my podcast, you will get some self-help tips, some encouragement, some motivation, some inspiration, because again, my purpose is to really help you bloom into your best self. So with all of that mouthful said, let's get into today's episode, which is entitled Surviving Mom Life. Take your time. Hey, y'all. How you doing today? I'm so excited to be back to recording. (laughs) I really, really am. It has been a while. I took my little summer sabbatical. Um, And so before I get into today's topic, you you already know I got to just chit chat with y'all just for a little bit because it has been a minute since I have come on here and recorded an episode. For me, it doesn't feel like it's been two months because that's literally how long it's been. (laughs) since I recorded the last episode. Um, But the time really flew by because I've been busy doing all the things. So I'm going to catch y'all up really quick and then we're going to get into the episode. So if you were listening kind of consistently, you know that I did my convention, my national convention for the Association of Black Psychologists. I went on down to Detroit in July And I did that. We flew in as a family, um, took the girls with me. Okay. Um, the husband came along. We, we did the, we did that flight. Okay. And it went really well. I presented my, um, poster presentation, which actually ended up turning into like for real an actual presentation. I like literally 
presented how I pre- present my workshops when I talk about postpartum or miscarriage. It was really good. If you follow me on Instagram, which again, if you're not following me on Instagram, I just, I don't understand why, because I really be trying to motivate and encourage y'all, but I digress. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at bloom into your best self. And if you are already following me there, then you are able to see kind of like what I was doing in the background and then like a little mini vloggy type situation of the convention and how it went. And so go ahead and check that out. It was a really good experience. Um, from the convention child, we continued on with the travels and I went to see um, my really, really good friend in uh, North Carolina. She is just the sweetest thing ever. And, you know, we were literally right there. We didn't stay long because we was tired. Like we did not stay long. I wish we could have stayed longer, but the time that we were there, it was really, really good to see her and her family and see that they are doing well. Because, you know, I really miss my girl. Listen, she she went from the Bay to the whole other side of the country, okay? But it did my soul some good to like spend a little bit of time with her. And then when we got back, we settled for just a little bit, but then my baby started TK. Now listen, mind your business. She is my baby. I don't care if she is slowly approaching, knocking on the door, being five. She's my baby, okay? So my baby started TK and it, it's been a little bit of adjustment. Not, not for her, because listen, my child will go into class and she'd be like, all right, mommy, bye. And I'd be like, oh, okay. But it's really more so an adjustment for me because, you know, I'd be having my eye on these people that got my kid in their care for a couple of hours. And, you know, public education, I'm not going to knock it. I'm a result of public education, but I keep my eye on it because I know and I'm not naive to the fact that I got a little black girl growing up in this system but that's a podcast episode for another day so then she started tk okay um and so after that i went on a momcation right i went to a local um nail convention if you guys know me if you've been following any of my work be it my newsletter my podcast you know if i've done a workshop or something for you you know that I love nails, okay? I got over 200 bottles of polish. I got nail art supplies. And so I went to a nail convention that I have wanted to do for years, like long before I had kids. And I just don't know why I I never did it, right? It just makes no sense to me. It's always local. When I say it's so easily accessible, it's one, affordable. Two, it's maybe a two hour drive away from where I live, if that. So it's like no excuse to not go. And that is what really had me thinking about this topic today, which is actually going to be a series, right? Um, Where I'm going to be encouraging moms on how to just survive mom life. Like we got to figure out how to survive it. And so as I was on my momcation, I was like, you know what? This would actually be like a good series to do when I come back from my little break and just really trying to encourage you all out there who are moms, again, on how to survive mom life. Now, listen, if you don't have kids, if you're not a mom, you can still listen because you can either 
save these nuggets for when you become a mother, or you can share this episode with a mom that you know. Now, now I know a lot of us know moms somewhere, right? We know a mom somewhere. We might work with her. She might be our friend. She could be a family member. Like she could be a neighbor child. So just listen. Don't be clicking off because you ain't nobody's mom. Okay. Let's just keep our attention span in one space and just take this knowledge and listen up. Okay. So let's get into it. Again, today's episode is entitled Surviving Surviving Mom Life. Take your time. And this is going to be the first episode um, in the series. And I'm, I feel like the series is going to be three, maybe four episodes. Um, so a three to four part series. And I really want to start the first episode off with the importance of taking your time, right? Because if I started off with the other topics that I'm going to cover, um, which I'll tell tell y'all want, what next week is about at the end of the episode. But if I started off with these other ideas and topics that I think are important for surviving mom life and didn't start first with the importance of you taking your time, then that would just, it, it wouldn't land. And this is why I think it wouldn't land because as mothers, we can't take in anything if we are depleted, if we are overwhelmed, and if we haven't taken any time to ourselves, right? We can get all the tips and all the information, but if our brain is in a whole bunch of different places and we got a whole bunch going on, we're trying to multitask and we haven't had just a moment to kind of breathe and just be with ourselves, then those other topics are not going to land with you. So I wanted to do this first tip first, um, and then hopefully you can listen to this this tip and try and do it before the next episode comes out, which will be in about two weeks, right? Um, So I'm going to just give you guys some tips on the importance of taking time to yourself. And I literally mean just that. When I say take your time, I mean take your time and time alone, right? Um, I recently uh, finished a workbook that I have for moms. um, And I talk about different ways that you can take care of yourself in that workbook when you have some time alone. The link to my workbook will be in my show notes so y'all can access the workbook if you want. You can use the code SELFCARE to get a little bit of a discount. Um, But I really, really harp on that and I have a really... detailed section on the importance of taking time to yourself, right? And when I was on my momcation, I literally was gone for like 24 hours and I had time to like clear my mind and not be interrupted, not be startled out of my sleep. And I really only had to be responsible for me. And that made such a huge difference, like in my mood, in my outlook on things, um, and not just outlook on parenting, but just life, because stuff can pile up on us and we can just be be over a whole bunch of things that's happening in life um, when we are kind of like not able to clear our mind. So what I want to talk about in this first half is you know, give you guys some reasons why it's really important for us as moms to take care of ourselves in order to survive this thing called mom life. It really will try and take you out. And if we don't take time to ourselves, we will be taken out, right? 
And besides just being taken out, we don't want to be taken out. Like it, we want to live our best lives, right? And so one of the first reasons I think it's important for us to take time to ourselves as moms um, is that it's um, like healthy brain stimulation outside of being a parent, right? There's a certain type of stimulation that we have as moms when we are fixing breakfast, washing clothes, laying clothes out for school, helping kids get ready um, to get dressed, brushing teeth, you know, trying to do a little bit of learning, going to the park, like your brain is being stimulated, but in a way it becomes mundane and second nature to do those things. A lot of times you'll see a mom fixing breakfast, combing somebody's hair, you know, telling somebody to go put their shoes on and thinking about what she got to get from the grocery store, right? That level of like overstimulation, you know, overly multitasking. And when we don't have separation from that, again, our brains function in the same mode that they're, they've been functioning in as we're being moms. And so other muscles of the brain have the potential to become weak um, because they're not being worked as often. And so when you are able to have some time to yourself, you are able to think about other things, do other things that are not kid focused. Um, and it, it not only does you some good to be able to do other things outside of mothering, but it does your kids and your family good too, right? Um, when we start working other muscles in our brain, it's healthy for us, right? It's healthy for our confidence. It's healthy for our brain development. It's healthy for us being able to just seek things out that bring us joy that are separate from being parents and separate from family life. If you have a partner, right? It's separate from being somebody's partner. It's separate from being somebody's mama, right? And that's healthy for you. And it's healthy for your kids to see you do that too, right? The second thing um, that I think happens for us that's really important when we like, you know, take some time to ourselves. And let me say this. I'm going to get into this in the second half, but everybody ain't got to do a momcation to take your time, okay? You ain't got to do a whole 24 hours if you ain't able to. I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I just want to kind of name that, that these things still can apply. You can still stimulate your brain in different ways um, that are healthy and work other muscles of your brain. And then the second tip is it shifts your perspective, right? So even if you don't have a full 24 hours like I did, even if you take some time to yourself, your perspective can shift in a really good way. As moms, it's very easy for us to feel overwhelmed, to feel over with momming and mothering and mom life. It's really sometimes hard when we are in the thick of motherhood, especially depending on what stage our kid is in, for us to see the blessing in motherhood, right? This is something a lot of us don't wanna talk about and we don't wanna admit you know, but we got to be honest. Sometimes it's hard to see the blessing and sometimes we be over it. And the truth of the matter is when you start talking to other moms, a lot of us feel this way and we are doing a disservice if we're not being honest with ourselves and how we are feeling in the moment. And sometimes we feel like it's just too hard. We might feel down with what we haven't yet been able to accomplish. We might beat ourselves up on like how we are parenting. Um, it's really easy to get stuck into the negativity that sometimes can happen in motherhood. 
But when you have a moment to yourself, you are able to really shift your perspective to the positive and you can see the blessing in the storm, right? Um, You look at the little blessings of joy with different eyes, um, things that used to be annoying and and just get on your nerves are actually kind of cute because you realize the innocence of it when you are able to take a moment of separation from your kids and parenting and all of that stuff. The other thing that I think happens for us when we um, engage in some time away for ourselves is our patience and tolerance increases. When we have time away from our kids, that time away allows us to increase our threshold of tolerance and patience with our kids. We are suddenly not as triggered, okay? We able to be more gentle parents. We can talk our little kids through some, some moments and not get dysregulated ourselves while we're trying to regulate our kids. Um, we just, we can navigate easier because we have more patience. We have more tolerance. You know, kids be melting down and having fits and, you know, they be struggling and we are able to tolerate that when we take some time away for ourselves. So again, you probably being like, well, how do I take time to myself when I ain't got that much time? Listen, I got you. Okay. I got a few tips from you or for you, should I say, and it's not necessarily going on a momcation like I did for 24 hours, but listen, if you can swing it, girl, okay, you do you. If you can do a momcation for 24 hours or a whole weekend, listen, I'm trying to get to a whole weekend, okay? But if you can do that, then you better do it. But if you can't, I got you and I got some tips that'll help you. So after my break, I'm gonna share those practical tips with you on how you can get some time to yourself and just kind of replenish. Now listen, in case y'all forgot, I'm gonna remind you of what to do when my podcast goes on a little pause or a little break, a commercial break, whatever you want to call it. Okay. You know what to do. Get you some water, get you a snack, go to the restroom, make sure that you are comfortable so that you can enjoy the rest of the show, but don't go zoning out during a commercial break because then you're going to miss the black historian that I have plopped into this episode for you all um, to learn about. So just keep that in mind, take a break, get comfortable, and I will be right back. Dahia El Kahina, approximately 667 AD to 702 AD. During the seventh century, the decline of Christianity as a religious and cultural influence in North Africa led to the subsequent rise of Islam. Although some North Africans accepted Islam, many others physically resisted. The heart of this resistance to the Arab invaders were the Berbers, a loosely joined group of nomads and small farmers. One such Berber, Kusila, fought against the Arab invasion. However, he and his supporters, which included Byzantine soldiers attempting to sustain the Christian influence, were defeated in 682 AD. Upon Kusila's death, his relative, Queen Dehia el Kahina, 
became the guiding spirit of North African resistance to Arab invaders, led by Hassan al-Numan after the collapse of Carthage. Under the leadership of Queen Kahina, the Arabs were driven northward into Tripolinia. The fierce attacks spearheaded the, by Kahina made some Arab politicians seriously doubt whether North Africa could be conquered. Like Queen Gudit of Ethiopia, there is uncertainty about her name because Kahina is supposedly a nickname or surname, meaning prophetess, given to her by the Arabs. Some sources state that her first name was Dehaya or Dehina. Although there are questions about her actual descent, it is written that at one time she was married to a Greek and that she had two sons, one of Berber descent and one of Greek descent. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to do your cultural homework so that you can bloom into your best self. All right, y'all. So I am back. Um, so let's get into into some of these these tips. And what I will say is just a little shameless plug um, in my workbook that I created, which is called A Mommy's Guide to Taking Care of Herself. Um, I have a section in there where I give a list of ways you can take care of yourself, depending on how much time you have. Um, and it ranges really from five minutes to an hour and a half. I give a bunch of examples of things that you can do. So I ain't gonna give y'all all my tips here, okay? But you know, you can purchase the workbook if you want more thorough tips and details, and it has a lot of other good stuff in it. Um, but I am going to give you a few here that are kind of on the spectrum, depending on how much time that you might have. And again, like I said before the commercial break, listen, honey, if you can do 24 hours or a whole weekend to yourself, girl, you better do you. You better do it. Okay. <laughs> you better go and enjoy yourself. Enjoy life. Um, I was really nervous to do it, but my husband supported it. And he encouraged me to do it and everything was fine. Like it had been two years since I took any time to myself, like without nobody, like a whole two years. And so if you have the support and somebody that can watch your kids and keep them safe for 24 hours or a whole weekend, listen, go and do you, okay? It is important. I encourage it and them kids are going to be fine. Okay. Now, if you don't have 24 hours, you might just have hour and you can do a whole lot in an hour. If you have at least an hour to yourself, I am encouraging you to leave your house, leave them kids with whoever they with that's going to keep them safe and just go out of the house. I know it can be exhausting to do um, because oftentimes we just be tired and we don't be feeling like getting up, going somewhere, 
you know, doing all that we, we need to do sometimes to be able to leave the house and then deal with the kids that's fussing sometimes because you're leaving the house. But honey, I'm telling you, oftentimes when we change our scenery as moms, it makes a lot of difference. So if you just go for a walk, if you go and eat an uninterrupted meal, go have you some coffee or tea, drink it while it's hot, <laughs> or drink it while it ain't watered down, depending on if you, you want hot or ice, you know, because sometimes we'll, our stuff will sit for so long, and by the time we get back to it, it'd be lukewarm, or we get an iced, you know, latte or something, by the time we get to it, it'd be tasting like water, and so do that for yourself, read and, and read a book while you sip some coffee or some tea. Um, do something that is like separate, that is not focused on your kids, not focused on your partner, not focused on work, and not focused on what you need to do for the house. Because we oftentimes, like I said earlier at the top of the episode, we multitasking, we're doing all the things, thinking about all the things, and just take that hour out of that scenery of your house and just do something else with your time, okay? Now, if you only got about 15 to 20 minutes, don't sleep on the 15 to 20 minutes. It's a whole lot that you can do to like replenish yourself and kind of get back grounded and balanced. And one thing I just continue to encourage doing is to go for a walk around your neighborhood. Um, if you feel like this ain't the, the space, if you listen, I don't know no politically correct way to say this, okay? But I'm a little girl from the hood. So if you feel like your neighborhood ain't necessarily the safest to go walk in, you know, that's okay. We can work with that. Um, Maybe just kind of do a little bit of movement, stretching inside your house. Like if you have a little bit of space where you can have some separation, just move your body for like 15 or 20 minutes. Get you a cute little YouTube video going or some music. Um, Even change your clothes real quick, right? Just to kind of get in the motion and the groove of doing things. Um, But I encourage you to kind of move your body. I personally like walking, so that's why I always say to like go for a walk. And, you know, that's one thing that you could do in 15 to 20 minutes. You can also take an uninterrupted shower and you can take like a little bit of a long drawn out shower with some special soap, you know, with some special lotion, some special perfume. You can even do what I like to call a dark shower where you can like turn off all the lights and light a candle and not have to like see much, just a little bit of light that will give you your whole life okay we're having an uninterrupted shower we could take your time you could put your lotion on you can scrub your body down real good with some soap and not have to be rushing and thinking about what you're gonna do next or you could just eat a meal uninterrupted like take a good 15 minutes to savor your food without no little hands asking for nothing without nobody asking you to get up and give them something you know just just eat your food uninterrupted and hot and taste the flavors and don't feel bad about it, right? You can journal. You could take some time to write like your thoughts out and get your feelings out. Um, if you a believer in God, you could read some, some Bible. You could read some word. Um, child, you could take a nap. 
you can take a 15 to 20 minute nap that will give you complete life, okay? Don't sleep on the nap, pun very much intended, okay? So the point is you can do a whole lot to replenish yourself in 15 to 20 minutes and it's needed. Um, and the, the bigger thing is really think about what is it that you really love to do and that you really enjoy doing um, and just figure out how to do that. Like figure out a really short version of that, figure out a medium version of that and figure out a long version of that. And that will give you like little moments, um, different increments of time where you can still just take some time for you, right? Because again, it is very, very important. And again, I feel like this is an important first episode to have in regards to surviving mom life. You have to take your time. If you don't take your time, you ain't going to be pleasant for nobody to be around. Okay. So it's important to take your time. Don't let mom guilt seep in. Um, Don't let yourself feel like you don't need to take your time because you need to take your time. And that is going to be the first rule for surviving mom life is to take your time. Your time means your time alone. It does not mean your time with the baby on your hip or your time while you, you know, hanging out with the partner, your time. What is it that brings you joy? Who are you separate from everybody else? And then you enjoy those moments of time. Okay. So that's that's kind of really all I got for y'all today, right? It ain't that long of an episode. Um, I'm continuing to like hear y'all out when you say you like episodes to kind of be short. And so, you know, between 20, 30-ish, sometimes 40-ish minutes is what y'all going to continue to get. Um, but I really just want to come on here and encourage you all to take some time to yourself um, and take the time that you need in order to get grounded and recenter so you can be the best mom that you can be and the best woman that you can be. Because listen, this thing called motherhood is not a task for the week, okay? But you can survive it and you can thrive in it, okay? Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this series. I can't wait to share with you all, um, what we're going to be doing throughout the next couple of episodes. Next week, we are talking all about preparation as a form of survival. So just stay, well, not next week. Did I say next week? Listen, it's been a long, it's been a long truck. Next episode, (laughs) we're going to be talking about preparation as a form of survival um, and surviving mom life. All right, y'all, for real, I'm done. Um, Let me know how you liked this episode today by leaving me a review on the podcast. Remember, as I always say, when you leave me a review, it really helps other people to find my podcast. And so ultimately, you and I are working together when you leave a review. You helping me on my mission to help people bloom into their best selves. Don't forget, you can also connect with me outside of my podcast. You can DM me on Instagram. You can email me or you can sign up for one of my monthly newsletters. It's either the Bloom Into Your Best Self newsletter or the Girl You Got This, which is all about motherhood. That newsletter you can sign up for. Or you can sign up for both of them, honey. I want to have you on both sides of the equation, okay? Um, 
all the ways that you can connect with me is on my website, which is bloomintoyourbestself.com. And as always, it feels so good to be back recording and chatting with y'all. It has been so long, even though it don't feel that long, but I'm really, really glad to be back chatting with you all. And I cannot wait until the next episode. But until then, I really hope that you do something that will help you bloom into your best self.